0: To the Wise Men Say podcast, and the return of the AV Club, where in a series of special episodes we're going to be taking a look at the 1998 BBC TV fly-on-the-wall documentary Premier Passions. I'm Richard Easterbrook, and today we are joined by Gareth Barker. Hi. Hi Gareth, you alright? right. Yeah. How's lockdown treating got... you?
1: It's too long, isn't it?
0: Uh, it's a bit boring now, isn't it? That's the main... Should just break it? <laughs> yeah
1: the main thing i mean barnard castle isn't that far and like
0: i haven't been so you know i think it what what the guidelines specifically say like no to barnard castle or like no to stupid trips i don't know let's not get into that no to drive into barnard castle
1: to test your eyes yeah don't don't drive and don't drive to test your eyes i mean no wonder they changed the slogan to stay alert Sort of blind people on the road trying to like, <laughs> like run you yeah. over. <laughs> maybe that's why there's a lockdown. No. Maybe there is yeah. <laughs> maybe there is no coronavirus. Maybe it's there's just a load of like blind people in cars just running people down. <laughs> like me running down babies. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's how it is.
0: Yeah. So, and the voice you could hear in the background there, that's Matthew Keeling. Hi Matt. Hello.
2: How are you doing? I'm alright. Yeah, not bad. I just miss I just miss the pub a lot.
0: Yeah, I can say that. Yeah. I, I just miss just miss like kind of not running a mile when someone gets within two metres of us. Yeah. Because <laughs> like when if you go out and do a bit of shop and then you come home and so, and like like your wife comes towards you or something, like whoa, 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 oh. whoa, whoa, <laughs> It's like <laughs> it's so pre programmed. We'll thing.
2: be fine when we come back though, something, yeah. because our yeah. centre half's have been social distancing for years. So Oh dear. We... Lovely dar joke there. Okay. Oh well that That's... was for the DARS. Guaranteed to hear that. Well, the, this, to be fair, this game. kind of is for the Dawes, really.
0: Well, it, it is. It is. So, Premier Passions is was first aired uh, between February and March 1998, so that makes it 22 years old now. Um, so, if Premier Passions was a human, it could have fathered children by now. That, yeah. just, that's so the thing about kind of has, really, in the Netflix documentary. I suppose it has, yeah. wonder if it's Proud. No. no, probably not. Yeah. But um, at the well, time, it was um, it was groundbreaking. Um, as it allowed unprecedented access to into the, in the workings of of what was a, a top flight football club, um, and it was it was a big deal at the time, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, I was well. We were, we went to school together, didn't we, Richard? So um, we I remember at the time there was a lot of buzz about the fact there was going to be a lot of swearing in it. Um that was like the main thing it was like apparently it's vulgar and all mm-hmm. this kind of thing um and that was like the main the main kind of buzz building up to it was gonna be what Peter Reed's like in the dressing room um and see we we get a window into that pretty immediately, don't we in the in the show uh, yeah but, um but I mean the it it was um, it's weird. It's it, the novelty of that, you know, having that television show made about your team when you were at school. that's on like primetime BBC One. Um, it was weird, wasn't it? But uh, you know, about load, yeah. in twenty years there might be another documentary by somebody else about something. that seems to be a uh, a thing to do. So. Yeah, just well, like about
2: a, about the Phoenix
0: Club that we're
1: gonna thing, have to start. every, yeah, every twenty like, years, like eclipses. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So like Gareth and I were were fourteen, fifteen when this when this first hit hit the airwaves. Matt, you were you were rather much younger than that. How old were you when it came out?
2: Yeah, I'll have been six. Um Great. So I can I can sort of vaguely remember it um being on. Like like my mum and dad watching it and that. But obviously it wasn't until I was a lot older that I actually sort of appreciated well watched it again properly and sort of understood it really uh, it was the first season I started going though that it covers so it brings back some uh, early memories of terrible football
1: I yeah. mean, well I mean Pete, we if we got it down and passed it you know, we'd, be, we'd be as <laughs> beat, good as anybody We'd beat, beat anybody yeah. Matthew so you know you're saying it was neg- bad football yep. but well you know. yeah but we got relegated <laughs> So. It? well you know I was <laughs> yeah. spoiler didn't alert not, if anyone hasn't seen get, it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: ruined it now Matt to
1: to <laughs> we didn't get relegated on purpose though Matthew yeah. 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 oh well um, maybe they um, did for the telly it it was a very Sunderland relegation in the other other sense obviously because we'll come on to it obviously in the later episodes but uh, in that that you know we were the first team to get 40 points to be relegated from the Premier League so yeah. I think only West Ham yeah. have got relegated on 42 yeah um, they I did, think yeah. they're the um, us, us and West Ham are the the teams that have obviously and we've been relegated with 15 points as well and 19 <laughs> points, setting records. So,
2: so you um, add them two
1: up, and we actually got
2: more points yeah. in that season than two of our other efforts combined, and still yeah, got yeah. relegated.
1: Yeah, um, but well was the the music as well mentioned for that? I think it's class. Yeah, it is Yeah, I know. The music is that. great.
0: Did you buy? Did you buy this I, the CD?
1: Yes, the and you yeah. know what? I might have it. I'm, I'm I'm thinking there's a my mom dropped a box of CDs round, um, of like all CD singles and stuff. I reckon it's in there. It's probably in there with oh, the, um, yes. the um James I'm Brown. Out. Oh the, yeah. Uh, yeah, I bet you that you know that CD that brought out. I know it's sort of digressing slightly, but with the the following season they brought a CD out and it had like um commentary on yeah. like a really terrible version of um I feel good afterwards scored like cuz he obviously didn't have the rights for the actual song um so they had like a muzak version and it was absolutely John, horrific. John Brown. Um did it,
0: did it also have that Maverick song on as well? Oh, I can't remember. Dance, Dance the night away instead of like instead of uh, Sunday morning light it was stadium of light. Like, yes, you know, it right might have. One?
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe, but it's it had terrible. um can't remember what I had on it. It had Dancing the Nights on it and that, didn't it? Yeah. Coffee Eve and um, Ray Love. Go by Republica. But the other C D was the you know did you do you know who did it? Have you written this down? Have you have you researched this and written no. it down? No, I did I did
0: a I did a brief Google on it and I couldn't find any info out on it. So uh, we'll do it for the next it.
1: episode. It's a it's a local okay. choir. I'm sure it's a local choir who who put it together. But it's really the atmosphere I think it's like really atmospheric and like Really perfectly used, and I mean, it's the same kind of refrain and stuff all the time, but but yeah. the way it highlights the moments in the show, I think it's great. It's good, um, it should be the run out music.
0: Good. Well, in the world of music, that year the the show aired just after Dan Burt Nobagan of Chumbawumba poured a bucket of ice water over Deputy Prime Minister John Prescott at the Brit <laughs> Awards, which was, which was seismic at the time because one. Politicians didn't really attend these kind of things, and well, two people didn't throw champagne buckets full of uh, water over people, but it was good. We, like,
1: we kind of like John Prescott, though, don't we? As a nation, I mean, he seems like a not, like a nice man.
0: He's well, he's less bad, isn't he? Yeah, well,
1: he, yeah. That's, that's how didn't, he get an egg? didn't he get an egg thrown at him as well? Yeah, he punched yeah, he did, some, yeah. punched the by person by from, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like then three, this is in the two thousand one yeah.
0: election. It was in yeah.
1: Wales. Andy's Andy's in Gavin Stacy. Yeah. So you know, you know he's, a, he's a, yeah. yeah,
2: he goes to the wedding. Goes to the
1: wedding.
0: Did not know that.
1: So there you also go. Also
0: that year, also that year Liam Gallagher is charged with assault in Australia for allegedly breaking a fan's nose oh, great. in Brisbane. Um also in the same like the same week, he's banned from Hong Kong-based Cathay Cathay Pacific after he allegedly abused passengers and a crew on a flight between the UK and Australia. So, great, great trip down under for for Liam McGregor. And finally, in the world of music that year, Mark Morrison is arrested and sentenced to jail for paying a lookalike to perform his court-appointed community service while he went on tour. Yeah. So, that all happened.
1: The the exit of the Mac,
0: rather than the return of... Good. Yeah. They had a very checkered career after that. So, does anybody want to know, or does anybody know, in fact, what was number one... On twenty fourth of February when the first episode of Premier Passions hit BBC One. Nineteen ninety
1: six. Nineteen ninety eight. 1998. 1998
0: Um Country House by Blur. Um I think you're about a year out with that, you know. I know. Maybe. Um I don't I've got Matt? no idea. No, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, Madonna very, very close. Very close with that. It was uh it was corner shop with Brimple Musha. Ah. Uh <laughs> Ones during the run of the show included madonna's frozen mm-hmm. which was from the ray of light album which is um, the best song of all time ray of light, ray of light yeah but it kicked off madonna's second imperial phase um which included red Light and then the music album and then all of the stuff that she did afterwards. But yeah, Frozen, number one, week after Brimful of Asher. And then Celine Dion went back to number one with My Heart Will Go On. Oh, and no. then, for the, rest, for the rest of the, pretty much for the rest of the year, Run DMC versus Jason Nevins with It's Like That. And it goes a like this. It is. Hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. So shall we talk probably about sure it? Now, it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I'm, I'm just putting a, I'm just putting a historical context.
1: No, me. it's alright, it's alright, it's fine. Yeah. I'm not having uh, a
0: go. Do you know what do you know what was uh, top of the box office charts throughout throughout the run of this show?
1: Nineteen ninety eight. No. Was it
0: this? No. Not at the cinema. Um
1: Austin Powers.
0: No. Nope. I've, I've already I don't... mentioned I've already mentioned one of the songs from the original soundtrack.
2: I don't know anything about real light. Titanic. Oh, Titanic! Of course, ah, Titanic. There you go. So there don't spoil
0: the ending of that because I haven't seen it. So yeah, well, yeah. Don't don't expect it to be all fun and capers at the end, like it's rubbish. Yeah, don't bother. It's, it's, it's about it's about a so.
1: lasso. like it's three hours of a lasso, like about I can't, I can't and do then three hours. dies at the
0: end. Well, stupid. It's, it happens in it happens in real time, so they go. Uh, we expect the think the ship to sink inside 2 hours and you think Christ it's actually going to happen yeah. in 2 hours well i can't yeah. watch a film that's longer yeah. than 90 minutes yes. so watch it watch half i will then <laughs> then pack it in <laughs> just watch it until it crashes and go ah, yeah you know what's going to happen <laughs> so anyway premier passions um a little uh, Pre- Premier fact. passions premier passions premier it was, um, it was produced by a guy called Stephen Lambert who, uh, through intensive Googling, found out he went on to produce Faking It, Wife Swap, Secret Millionaire, Undercover Boss, Undercover <laughs> Boss and, I uh, don't know, <laughs> Undercover <laughs> Boss and, most famously, Gogglebox.
1: Oh, well, there you go. That's all him. Start as you mean so to go he's... on.
0: Well, yeah, so it was, and it wasn't produced by a production company for the BBC, it was produced by the BBC, for the BBC. So it was it was a big deal um and it, again, talking about historical context throughout the kind of early part of that that decade um although we did stop start the decade in the top flight um the the picture wasn't wasn't entirely bright on Wearside especially when you when you put it in in comparison to to what was happening at newcastle um so I think for me personally it, it felt like it was part of the like the rebirth of the club um Along with the new stadium, along with what Peter Reed went on to achieve, um, it did feel like something big. And I think it, it was a big deal at the time. It was. So, yeah,
1: it was a big deal.
0: So yeah, speaking of the Premier League, Gina McKee, she was the uh, the narrator because uh, unlike Sunderland till I die, this had a, a narrator, um, and she was she kind of took a little bit of a tongue in cheek approach to things, didn't she? She was. It wasn't exactly like, then this happened, then that happened. She was she was kind of like, very much, part of us because she's a Sunderland fan as well. Apparently,
1: yeah, famous actress as well. Very in many yeah. of the good films by Richard Curtis, yeah, um, amongst other things.
0: During the Bodyguard as well, not the film, but the the TV show.
1: It's just a list of films that I would have seen. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, yeah, it not? Man. Yeah, she wasn't in the football
0: factory. No, I know I've seen that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it the, the the you know the first show picks up from December. Um, so it's a good chunk of the season already gone. The um, best bit, yeah. Didn't we do <laughs> well, quite, quite all well all right. at the beginning yeah. of the season? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Start yeah. the season, all right.
0: Yeah, so obviously we had that. Uh, we had the first game it was await a wait was it away at Chelsea or home at Chelsea? First game,
1: sorry, what's this? The first On game mid. of that, that season, um, no, it was Leicester at home. as the first game of <laughs> that it season, uh, then we played
0: Forest,
2: Forest away. And we drew nil, yeah, we
1: drew did. the first three games of that season. We drew nil nil at home to Leicester, and then we beat Forest in the week. We were like 4 0 up at half time, and oh. then we went to Liverpool and got a draw at Anfield, drew nil nil. That was the start of the season. It's not bad, really.
0: Not bad at all. So, the um, start of the start of the show, we were twelfth. No, we were eleventh. No, hang on, fourteenth. We were 14th. <laughs> yeah, we're right, dropping, do we're you want to just pick a here. number? In, yeah. we're yeah. 14th when the episode starts. we well, um, Yes, yeah, great. Imagine. So yeah, we're 14th. So kind of flirting with relegation, but um, but yeah, we're introduced to a few of the characters in the in the opening. Opening minutes of the show, what what do you what do you think the 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 kind of the Sunderland fans the the plants that are, that, that we speak to throughout the throughout the series? What are your views on them? Because I've got I like, mine. I just want to find out. Yours. I like all of them, mate apart so, from
1: yeah. not. Well, go on then, Matthew. No, I
2: find the the uh, the butcher quite annoying. So butcher, yeah. The butcher, the you... but the butcher, the pie man, the pie. Well, the pie man yeah. Well, whatever he
0: is. Well,
2: well, because I don't mind. I don't dislike like, him, but like find him
1: a bit. Well, he looks well.
0: like Paul Whitehouse in a fast show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. yeah. It does look
2: like he's playing a character.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was the nineties. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why. Yeah, the, uh,
0: go, on. go on, Richard.
1: No, 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 go, no on. go on.
0: Was, I'm just going to start right. talking about how the characters aren't really. I don't know. I don't have to say a lot other than Tommy Porter, who I, who I really like. Yeah. yeah, he's um, good. He say a lot without saying much.
1: I don't. Do you know what it is though? That I think about all the people who are in it. Generally, it they are relatable and they, they do convey the like tip of the iceberg what it's like to be a Sunderland fan. So if you like talking about trying to give a broad a broad idea of what it's like to support Sunderland, they I think they sum it up quite nicely through the program. So if you're not a Sunderland fan and you're watching it I think they are like a really good representation of of Sunderland mm-hmm. supporters and like they are likable people the only one which is going it is gonna sound harsh because she's just a like a young lass but a little bit precocious for me
0: <laughs> the, um
1: the the uh the young lady um yeah I'm not it's threatened or anything um it's just more <laughs> like but, I mean we'll I mean we'll get onto it later. I mean Not for you, Clive. About, she's she's talking about like why we're floating the club on the stock exchange. I'm thinking why are you worried about that? Like yeah. You, yeah. you're fourteen. Like, yeah. you a high chance she's about older
0: that. older than us now though. She's definitely older than Matt, but she could she could well be older than you and I.
1: Yeah, now. probably. So But it's like, you She know, might work in the city and Yeah. Chris Weatherspoon's, like trying to find out who she is. But... <laughs> she's like what? She's like, shy idea woman is like, oh, asking questions about the stock exchange. Let's see. I wonder if she's on Tinder. I don't know. Sorry, he's a he's a happily engaged man. It's just Great. a joke. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, sorry, Nicola. No, I don't you know, apologise, Chris. Yeah, yeah, Tinder don't t- apologise. Take it back. Yeah. Months. Yeah. Well, yeah. I see, but now I'm saying he's 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 on the prowl now. But anyway, funnily enough, the thing about Chris, though, is he looks like a 14-year-old now, so that's the... He does. That's it's the like Benjamin thing. button. Yeah, really. <laughs> Imagine how big he was when <laughs> he was, like, 14, 15. Yeah. Like, sitting wa- sitting, watching, like... He's just had his bath in his little thimble of water, and now he's going downstairs <laughs> to watch Premier Passions. Sorry, Chris. Like carry on, carry on. It's
0: always yes the sense Chris Passions.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tommy Porter is he's like, yeah. did you find it difficult to watch this back and not compare it to *Sullen until I Die* all the time?
0: Yeah, well, I find, that's what. I Yeah, go on.
2: No, sorry. I I, f- I found that they they used the the characters in this like the the fans a lot better than they did certainly in the second series of *Sullen Till I Die*. Um, mm-hmm. There's more like I don't know. There's more like point to them. Like it doesn't seem like the second. Not the not the go on to that, but the second series of. Of the new documentary it doesn't seem like half the time that there's any real need to bring them in and they don't sort of focus on them for the right reasons. Whereas I think this it's certainly more like emotive and um more like you were saying, Gareth more conveying the emotions of, of what it's like to be a Sunderland supporter. Um, especially for me, like obviously I, I wasn't old enough to sort of have opinions on it then really, other than that. I love Craig Russell, um, but like it was quite interesting watching it back and seeing people's opinions of things
0: at the time. Yeah. Like especially over like I know we'll cover it in later on in this episode and, and more in episode two, but um the the frustrations over signing a striker they seem to be and I thought that was quite a modern thing to be kinda of clamouring to spend money, but it seems to be that was quite that was quite the thing then. Well like Not cause cause the, Peter um, Reid. Well, yeah, no, well no. but
2: they go like um eight million pounds is not a lot to set aside for players. Well, I mean I wish we had <laughs> I wish we had eight million pounds yeah. now. I mean it seems got quite a lot considering like the the prices that you paid for, for players then. And then. We bought like Stefan Schwartz a few years later and he was like a record signing. he was in four million quid. So it's it, it seemed like it actually wasn't a bad sum of money to have.
0: Yeah,
1: but I think it's just that you know you're on the, you're going on the back. I mean, it's mentioned later, in, later but you know you come. And, there's, there's other teams who are spending largest larger sums thousands. of money. Yeah, and thousands. yes, and we weren't. Yeah, um, well, even though I think the the frustration was seeing to drive from the fact that we had the money there to spend, um, but we just like Peter Reed just was just like nah. <laughs> Love signing anyone. Just no. <laughs> nah. He, just, he was like that all the way through. It's like, do you want to buy this player, Peter? Nah. Nah. <laughs> um, but he was just like, no. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: but but yeah, the, the to great... The, in, but the, yeah, depth. but the great... Like, when, when, when they announced that Peter Reed's 41, I was like... Oh, wow, <laughs> that's just sensational.
2: <laughs> so, um, Jack Ross is now 43... So like you compare the <laughs> the ages of them, like and and, and their appearance and their like their their dress sense. I know it's a different era, but um, I think Jack Ross has
1: aged better than yes. Peter Reed. And also, <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. you look at it How when he, he signed, when he joined Sunderland. He must have been about he could have been thirty nine when he took the Sunderland job, depending when his birthday is.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, which is. Yeah. I mean, it's, Maradona really it's, did take it out of him, didn't he?
0: Well, he'd, and he'd only just stopped being a player as well, hadn't he? Because he was yeah, player manager at City, then yeah, then then went full time manager. Then when, when he came to us, he was well. He was I think retired, he went back, but to, he wasn't long retired, was he?
1: He went back to playing from being a player manager. So he was at, did he? I think he was at Man City a Player manager. No, I was Southampton. He played for Southampton, oh, and then he <laughs> retired, and then we then he took the, we got him at Sunderland. I've always Um,
2: always wanted us to have a player manager I just think it's funny I don't know why We did We did Terry Butchers Yeah Yeah, but I can't remember that Yeah but like I mean I want someone
0: funny like I don't know Like (laughs) Maguire You just don't You don't (laughs) get You don't get Player managers now It's like White dog shit And porn in bushes You just don't see that You don't see it
1: Yeah Remember when Lombardo Was player manager Of Crystal Palace yes yeah I mean, that was great Bald. yeah Baldman. Um it was good to bring them back yeah. bring player managers back <laughs> yeah bring it to Leo Lombardo back bring um, him yeah a player man- yeah yeah. Um
2: We're
1: should digressing about- again aren't we yeah but it got like saying it like it pretty much opens once it's got the kind of the fluff out of the way I mean and they're talking about you know the are talking about the game and the game kicks off and the the um, <laughs> the first goal that we concede is just oh, brilliant. it's hilarious. Wait, it's how incredible. Many, I mean, I, I know again, how many goals are we conceding from our own goal kicks? <laughs> or own <laughs> well, kick outs? In, Perez. Every goal comes from our own goal kick or kick out. Seems to make a lot. <laughs> it's of... absolutely bizarre.
0: Yeah. At this point, I've written Lionel Perez shit. Yeah, <laughs> le clown. I, I, completely. It's like a, it's like a French, like a French comedy foil. That, um, kind of everything he touches turns to turns Scare to old. shit or or mad, as as he would call yeah. it. But like just in like always seemed to like throw himself like not in the yeah. right way. He'd always go save with his legs, which used to uh, infuriate me. But he just he has got a bit of the camp about him, Lee Camp. camp. Yeah, kind of. I kind—I yeah, yeah, I, I loved yeah, him yeah. though. I thought he was great. Yeah, yeah,
2: me too. Because like, I thought he's great. He, he is like you're right. He is like Lee Camp's French brother or
0: French cousin, <laughs> <laughs> Le, Le Camp. <laughs> Le, I don't know what French is for camp, 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 camp. Yeah, comp. But anyway, he he'll pop up throughout this because. I've written it quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, line Perez, just like yeah. goals going Perez again? Question mark. <laughs> but I mean, the worst was to come with him in, in the playoff final. Yeah, uh, he had a great season that a bit. after,
1: though. To be fair, but um, yeah, he did. Yeah.
2: Like, I, like, he was, he was good and hilarious. And that save
1: against Sheffield United yeah. was incredible. Yeah. great. Um, but that's the he went to the, the mags, which gets, is hilarious. Yeah, no, oh yeah, that was, was Raj. So he got it's the bit, isn't it? This is the bit the introduction. Yeah. In the the, the half the time team talk. Um and the obviously all the talk was about language and like it's quite a t- mm-hmm. tep- tepid start to the programme in that respect. And then it gets into the I mean there's a bit <laughs> of language in the pre match. But he's just absolutely stotting not he like after oh. the after we're like two 0 down and half time.
0: That's fucking shite. And it's not about fucking tactics and them being great players. It's about fucking arsehole, which they've got fucking more on the fucking day. So fucking get on with it. i tell you what that
1: is, fucking
0: men against fucking boys all over the fucking park. You're fucking weak as piss they are. Fucking weak as piss. I've got a, um, a news article, which um, I believe went in the mirror at the time. This was like before the show aired, which is brilliant for the producers because it's before the show aired. Yeah. Um head headline is Blue Peter. Reads <laughs> oh, foul salvo. Reads foul salvo sets F word record. So it was a record at the time. Um, <laughs> he used the F word forty times in the in the in the first show. Um including one astonishing change room tirade where the Sundler manager fires off nineteen expletives in just forty five seconds. <laughs> you gotta respect,
1: You got to respect the swearing, have not you? Yeah. Uh,
0: BBC so. One. Just yeah, great. Apparently, it, it out it outdid Graham Taylor, who'd had the previous <laughs> the previous record, if, if you call wow. it like that.
1: But it was the men they against men against boys. But it was like the the weakest piss. That's the, the weakest Always a line that stays. What makes that me, as so well that. is
2: like you can't see him. Like he's in the other room. Yeah, yeah he just strolled <laughs> off, didn't he? In like this, yeah. like. It looks like the underneath of a ship, or at the park, the inside. Yeah, it's no. just all yeah, wooden.
0: It was, yeah, there's the wooden, wooden wood, the wooden wood paneling like, ran through the whole, whole of that main stand. Um, well, if you have been to Rangers
1: got... like we have Richards. It's all wood panelled in there, and it's obviously an Archibald Leach design stadium, in it? So yeah. maybe that was his yeah. thing as well—the wood paneling. Never been at Everton, so I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, I them, have. well,
2: I've only been in the away end of
1: Everton. Yeah, the way, the worst away in in the country. Um
0: but, also, uh, another thing about yeah, another thing about Park's terrible tunnel. It, yeah I, I didn't know. notice how bad it was, it's like a knockoff from a conservatory shop. Um it's like just like UPVC windows stuck together. Um uh, yeah. it just looked I I know I know the the ground was was in disrepair by the time I moved out of it, but they really had kind of let it go to to rack and ruin, hadn't they? That
1: well, was 100 years
2: old, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I remember going um, to that, that season, sitting in the main stand, um, but I can't, like, I don't have sort of any recollections of sort of the, the condition it was in. I just remember thinking it was great because <laughs> I was at the match. Not gonna beat yeah. out. Not gonna other six-year-olds
0: out. <laughs> there was something magic about it, about Roper Park, wasn't it? I know people say, kind of, it gets better as as as, as years go on, doesn't it? But though, my first match was a midweek game, and I remember the green, just seeing the the, the, yeah, the, the yeah. flash of the floodlights and the, how green that pitch was. Um, it had heart and soul, and there was something magic about about that. Continuously, you know, slagged off throughout that decade, but. It was something yeah. special about it. And that comes across in the documentary which makes it makes it all the better yeah. for me is that those those Roga Park nights, um, you know, the Chelsea game later on in that season, the you know, the Kevin Ball diving header, the, you know, all all kind of happy memories. But well, it's like of the, Kevin Ball. A few of the
2: aerial shots as well. Like obviously I live along the street and like oh, yeah, you of sort of like forget or like don't recall or don't realise how close it was to the houses. Like it's mental. Like, when you... It's literally just stuck in amongst the houses. You think, now, you you walk past, you think, how do you get a football ground in there? Like, it's crazy. Like, it's it's mad. And it's... The aerial shots are great. Well, what you can make out of them, because I was watching it on the telly, and it was very pixelated. But, can sort of... You you know, it must have been... I don't know. It is... It's something you don't really get anymore. Like, amongst... I know what you do in League One, but sort of... Certainly, Premier League grounds the... There's only really evident like that now, Liverpool. Mm.
0: Yeah. So that first game um, in December, the we lost, we lost that three-one.
1: I love the uh, you know the the now popular narrator meme of narrator.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: That that is this is it. Just it's just silence. Then we yeah. lost three-one. Sunderland went on to
2: the game. Go- went on lose the game three-one.
1: <laughs> yeah. A lovely goal, by I <laughs> at the end, man. Little curled shot under the top corner. Um, mm. But uh, sorry, Richard, carry on.
0: No, no, I was just I was just moving on from the match. Just... Yeah, yeah,
1: move, move, move onwardly.
0: <laughs> so we get to meet a few of the players at this point. Um, Kevin Ball wearing a gum shield while on an exercise bike. Yeah, and tells you everything you need to know about Kevin Ball at that point, doesn't it?
1: Well, I think that's because he had a broken jaw, though.
0: Did he? I yeah, never yeah. not
1: that. So he oh, had right. his jaw wired shut for a lot of that season. So oh. that'd be why the gum shield. It wasn't a gum shield. Right. It was a, a It was a, um, like a, what do you call it? Retainer.
0: Right. Oh, that. So that I feel bad now. Sorry,
1: Carly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be now. listening. It's fine.
0: He won't be listening. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's why. So making an appearance, uh, Kevin Balls, one of. One of a few, or one of a handful of, of players and staff to have uh, made an appearance in both um, Premier Passions and Sunderland Till I Die. Tony Cotton, another one. Well, um, yeah. Well, <laughs> an appearance. The, the funny thing about that is, is that they're going through his x-rays, which is horrific, um, from, his, from where he's broken his leg like in five places. And then he's going like, um, oh, I thought you said I'd be back in a month to the, to the doctor. For the rest of the first two episodes, he's on crutches and he's not in a good way. What? Like, yeah, <laughs> it might optimistic. be a continuity problem, but he's not going to be going back to goalkeeping. Is he? Well, he
2: never played again, did he? Never played not again for
1: no. us. No. Did he not play at all, did he not? Don't think he no. did. You know? I think he, he
2: signed. United
0: as a coach. I was
2: doing a little bit of research into Tony Corton and uh, I think he signed for Torquay. He must have registered himself as a player while he was either managing or coaching there uh, in 2004. So he'll have been thousands then, really. Yeah, yeah. Because he he was he was, a... he was at the end of his career when well, literally was at the end of his career when he was at Sutherland, But like, yeah. he was quite old. I
0: mean, how I'm, do yeah. you
1: break your leg in five places though? It
0: was, it was impressive. I thought, I don't remember it being that. I mean, I wasn't. I
1: remember. It, I remember it being. I didn't realise it was all below the knee. Um, right. That you done, which is probably a less pain. Well, not less painful. That's a wrong word, but like breaking your femur or something would be like when you sit when breaking your leg below the knee in five places on a football
0: pitch is quite an effort yeah um, I mean above above the knee is pretty bad because um, it's the biggest bone in your body yeah yeah um, yeah but yeah still still pretty pretty shitty yeah Um. speaking of past the best we're, we're introduced to uh, incredible that yeah Niall Quinn even <laughs> Written but, off, just <laughs> amazing. It's like I was doing it in it, yeah. So but obviously, it was like it was our like record signing, one point three million, yeah, one point three million pounds, and it was it, it was a big deal. I remember when when Quinn signed, and I was I was delighted about him myself.
2: and he's passed his best, best his best,
0: yeah, written off. He played for us for five years. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I mean, arguably the. The, one of the best periods, if not the best period of his entire career, yeah. with Sunderland.
0: Yeah. I mean, as as much as there's foresh- foreshadowing, and there's lots of stuff that's been proved to be completely right. There's lots of stuff that's been proved to be completely wrong as well. But a lot of Peter Reid's judgment throughout this has been it, it kind of it kind of holds up. Um, I know what Reed what Reid did towards the end of his tenure at, at Sunderland let him down a bit um, you know he, he's reluctant to spend money then but he went out yeah. and spent well, yeah, went the well, most when, money uh, yeah, yeah. went too far the other way didn't he yeah so but most of the stuff he comes out with throughout this, this series I think he's got a point hasn't he kind of it, it, I, I do miss him and that's what I, f- I feel like pure shit and I want him back <laughs>
2: <Well>. <laughs> Just yeah just but, we need a new manager and it'll be doing the rounds again Richard don't worry yeah. We should back. bring Peter Reed back because that's
0: what we need. Yeah. With Darren Holloway's assistant. Bring him home. Mm. So um, there's the stadium's been built. Um so you see lots of kind of interesting stuff, the steelwork going up. Um it did kind of fly up, didn't it? I know I know probably Matt you won't remember that well, but me me and Gareth as as frequent visitors to the to the yeah. city would re, would remember how quickly it kind of shot up as a matter of yeah. kind of months that the, the, yeah. the kind of skeleton of the ground popped up
1: it was yeah and it was gr- like you know there's lots of obviously shots of people standing outside watching it and like the city without a cathedral but the stadium of light is that was a great our line, cathedral that. yeah and you know what mm. the, what's great about the show as well they managed to like pay homage to the history of the city without it being like cloying and sick wet yeah. yeah, um and you know that's it's like really nicely done in this bit. Um but yeah, watching the ground actually being built at that period and the excitement um around it, you know, and obviously there's a big chunk of the show here which is all really about um you know that the tries, you know Murray and Ficklin trying to move Sunderland into the modern sort of the, into modern football like away yeah. from where we'd been and, and moving into that that Premier League era and yeah. really like I know obviously and it's easy to look back in hindsight and yesterday get to, rightly were criticised for a lot of the stuff they did later but you, they put the foundations in quite literally, literally in the case of Stadium of the Light for yeah. for Sunderland to, to come into you know come into the you know to, to modernise the football club and yeah. It's funny though, because the guy in the, the pie shop man's like, just sounds like any Sunderland supporter would, like at the time, like kind of said, oh, you know, he's like, Bob Murray's not interested in, in Sunderland, he's only interested in, like, making himself. money out of the club. Yeah. Which is like now, when you're talking about before, it should, like, you know, in, you know, a bit of hindsight, it's like, well, you know, the fact he runs a charity, which is literally has a building. On the doorstep of the stadium of light, um, kind of goes to show that that's not really, yeah, that's not really true.
2: So I like I listened to that and I thought, well, what? Like, what are you on about? Like, he clearly does. Like, that's clearly not true. Like, was that was that a, a feeling then that, that sort of like resonated with a lot of fans at the time that Bob Murray didn't actually care about something because he, he clearly did.
0: I think there was. Um... Uh, certainly, towards it, towards the end of his tenure, it was very much, very much unpopular. I remember, sort, I, so, I like,
2: remember the end, sort of. Obviously, that was yeah. when I was a lot older. But just sort of at that time, when obviously we're building the stadium, I mean, what you know, like it was, I don't know, was there a feeling then that he
0: didn't yeah. care? I think there was. I mean, I don't know whether I'm rewriting history here, but I mean, when the stadium was 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 revealed, it would have been the biggest new stadium of its time. Um, yeah, and it was it was it was instantly going to be the second biggest in the league, um, and it was it, it. I know the jokes went around about being white elephant, and there was probably quite a bit of trepidation from from even Sunderland fans that might not be, it might not be full, and it might be a bit of a waste of money, and yeah. maybe we should have stayed at Roker Park. Um, I mean, I'm of the generation that that kind of actively embraced. Move into a new stadium and, and and all that success that it would would bring. Because I've seen I saw what it did for Middlesbrough two years before, so I yeah. thought, well, you know, we could be the same. Um, but I I remember I remember there being a bit of kind of yada resistance yeah. to, to, to the new stadium and, and and it being a bit of a vanity project for for Bob Murray. And I remember like Murray and Ficklin not coming out of the documentary too well at the time. Yeah, it's okay. weird
1: though because you look watching it back now, it's. To know what to try that you can see what they're trying to do and what they want to do yeah, yeah totally, um, I yeah. think at the time i you was saying there Matthew, about Murray is like I don't remember there being a lot of animosity generally towards Bob Murray at that time, mm-hmm. like Richard says it was towards the end um, yeah, more than than at than at this point because I mean obviously we had the the pressure of wanting to being in the Premier League but at the same time, and it was more like oh, if we get relegated, we're gonna be in. The second division with this massive stadium. Um, of course
2: we were gonna get relegated though, like that, 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 <laughs> that's just us, isn't it? Like
1: Yeah. And we
2: could that,
0: have that felt like the the way that was predicted and I remember feeling at the time that the kind of relegation to, to Division One would have been a, a a disaster and the ground would have had like ten thousand people in it and it would have looked terrible. Um obviously it wasn't. Um but but yeah, there the, the was a fear that that it would be just too big for us and would be like kind of rattling around in it.
2: Yeah. I think... Um.
0: But what Marie, what Murray said was during the kind of the the montage of the of the the, the ground being built, he said uh, success at this club in the next ten years will be better than anyone I've seen in forty years. Um. And he's he was right, wasn't he? You know, uh, they yeah. Hadn't finished right. in the top half of the the division for. In the top division for, for years, and they managed it twice in a yeah. row. You know, within within two years of the ground opening. Yeah. So, that, you know, nice, no, right? I guess, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yes. I mean, um, I mean, and also it's... another thing that happened Sorry. at the time was uh, the club being floated on the uh, yeah. on the stock exchange, much to the, the chagrin of the, the schoolgirl fan. Um, but that was that was the fashion, wasn't it? That was what other clubs were doing. It was mm. it was it was, what, it was kind of a rite of passage for nineteen nineties football club, wasn't it?
1: A very strange um, aspect of the fact that Peter reed has got £3 million worth of Though It's like, I'm not really sure how that's a slight conflict of interest. Yeah.
2: Maybe that's why he didn't want to spend in, the
0: money.
1: Yeah, Well, exactly. I mean, that, that's a weird narrative. Like the narrative all through the first few episodes is, we need to buy a striker, we need to buy a striker. And the reluctance that has repeatedly... You know, displayed by Reed to not. I'm not going to bring some anybody to this football club who isn't isn't the right the right person or whatever. So it's you know, I mean, you can't. I mean, yeah, we got relegated that year, but you, what he got out of that group of players to get 40 points at that level, yeah. Um, and when you look at some of the teams we played. Um, I mean, obviously, the next game I think it's covered off is Arsenal was a great Yada moment where <laughs> the guy's fuming about there's no individual skill. so like we're playing like Dennis Bergkamp plays for Arsenal, <laughs> mate. He's like one of the one of the yeah. greatest players of all time. So like, what do you mean there's no individual skill in the game?
0: But later in the episode, they say anyone that working downstairs in the main stand doesn't see a second of the game anyway. So how, how, yeah. how, how would he know? How would he know? How <laughs> we'll, know? How play? Yeah. I know yeah. Uh, I, would, I thought that was, was quite funny. Yeah, but um, but yeah, before before the Arsenal game, talked to Tommy Tommy Porter for a bit. It got me thinking about what happened to Tommy Porter. Um, I'm throwing it forward a bit, but uh, but he uh he he stayed on at the Stadium Alight. I didn't realise that. I thought he left after Roker Um, Not really? But he stayed on at the Stadium Alight and left after the Stockport game, where there was a frozen pitch. Oh, oh I remember really. that. Yeah, Despite, that... Us, despite us having under, under soil heating, we forgot um, to turn it he on. Didn't man. have a well, he didn't have a boiler room key. The Amazing. head groundsman didn't have a room,
2: even key for the boiler room. That game really annoyed so. me because we didn't use an orange ball. Yes, <laughs> like they used the yellow ball as if to say, "Oh, you'd be able to see it anyway." Because it's no, you couldn't. You couldn't see it. It's stu- It was stupid.
1: No, you couldn't see the ball. You I remember
2: know, being I remember really that. annoyed about it at we the time. We never get
0: it right, are we? No, can't even use the right we ball. Just, just every every juncture would get get it wrong. But but that was the season we got 105 you know, points and we still managed to do Reyes's that. Fault. Well, yeah, yeah, Le ball. So going back to the Arsenal game, um, there's, is, I, I loved the half-time team talk from Reed in that game. Um, it's, it's just like if I was a player, I would have absolutely loved what was happening because I was, I, you know, Russ, uh, Craig Russell and uh, Michael Bridges were the two strikers They were getting. Getting the dressing down, but it was in a constructive way. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, as much as the, the tabloids probably complained about how much there was swearing, it was all constructively delivered. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it 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 got result. It got a result in the end because it was a good win. It was the sort of team talk. Well, that great when it gets like,
2: Run through brick walls for
0: Peter Reid, wouldn't you? Yeah. Aye. Yeah. Definitely.
1: And the pair, the pair of them together, like you can see how well they work together, like him and Saxon. Yeah, yeah. The like dovetail into yeah, each other. Yeah, like, yeah like really that good dynamic.
0: Deck. Yeah, yeah. So you get a little bit more after the after the match footage. You get a little bit more kind of uh, a glimpse into the new stadium. People buying season tickets for for the new season. Um, yeah, and there's an interesting bit at this point. They get a screenshot of. Uh, of somebody's home address oh great <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, i paused no. it i paused it i looked at the address and i rec- recognized it um uh, <laughs> it turns out it's a friend of ours it's a friend of ours who uh whose parents address got broadcast on bbc one Fantastic. so they got three season tickets for a couple of seasons afterwards oh great because of the because of the full par, it's not which is not on Sunderland at this point it's probably on the bbc yeah. for not pixelating it or whatever um but again, can't do anything right.
1: Yeah, they're very strong. Um, what did I say, Roy? vibes. Um, if you're yes. a fast show fan, from this uh, <laughs> this couple. Um, yeah. He looks like quite young and she looks like really old. There's like a really weird, like. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just like. But it was just like that. What did I say, Roy? from the fast show. <laughs> That's what it reminded us when they were interacting. I mean, I me try to chip in, she was just like. So <laughs> I'm talking. But yeah, she gets like seen s- off by her own daughter. Yeah, at the end. Right? So, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. But don't, the moral of the story is don't YouTube buy a don't buy a pen, um, which is great. <laughs>
0: um, great. So at uh, this point, um, we see what it would be uh, a mainstay of the Peter Reed era, which is head tennis on the drill yeah. ground, which he had he had. Special te- head tennis courts marked out on the training ground at the uh, the, the Charlie Hurley Centre, didn't he? Um, and we we start to get a little glimpse into um, the the frustration in trying to sign a new player. Uh, obviously, Niall Quinn's our joint top sco- goal scorer, and he's like broken in half. So we have to dip our feet into the transfer market, and we look at a, a young player. 25 years old, through the middle striker, uh, Ronan Harazi.
1: Shall we talk about him when we come back? Because we'll have to put a
0: break in here. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to put a break in, yeah. So, speaking of breaks, Ronan Harazi coming right up.
2: Hi, this is Darren Williams, and you're listening to the Wise
0: Men Say Podcast. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say Podcast and our deep dive into Premier Passions. Uh, we're brought to, brought to you in association with From the Terraces, the uh, clothes sportswear brand and sportswear? I know, I was. Just, it's not sportswear, it's well, casual, it? casual
1: casual sports inspired casual terrace wear yeah. for the modern man and woman um, who enjoy wearing lovely clothes at the match I'd oh, be delighted uh, with can, this yeah, so you mm. can display your uh, colours discreetly while looking stylish at the same time um, exactly and that, that. that is from the terraces
0: Yeah. And so, they're, but they're back in business. They're back in full operation. Um, and they've got a new a new garment to add to their collection, which is a cargo short. Um, which Gareth said in the last pod, you could go running with it. I don't agree. I um, disagree. They could,
1: yeah. So he told you. I, I, I said some runners may disagree. So it was like, well,
2: the two runners here, and both of them just because that's 100 percent of runners disagree.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. know. Maybe you're just so, soft. You could run in them. I mean, if you're being chased, if you have been chased, if you're being chased, <laughs> you're being chased, by, chased by a, have you been chased by a blind man doing his car check? Um, <laughs> then you could run in oh, the car in no. shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, are resi- you- they are resistant. They are resistant to um, sort of car wielding maniacs during the coronavirus uh, pandemic. So you know, you'll that's be good. fine if you wear them. They will it's be good, in good though. nick should you get hit by a car.
0: Yeah, because it'll be a, essentially a combat situation. So it's essentially, <laughs> very good. You know, living living <laughs> up to the living up to the name. Yeah, absolutely. So as well as as well as uh, blind drivers avoiding garments, they also do loads of T-shirts, and they do them in. You don't have to have a Sunderland one though. I guess there won't be any Leeds United fans listening to this podcast. There's all sorts of different Leeds ones you can have, but they do all the different colours um, and. We can offer uh, an exclusive ten percent discount if you use the discount code WMS10 at the at at the order checkout. So, have once you've finished listening to this um, and googling um, old pictures of Tony (laughs) Cotton, hop on to from the Terraces website and uh, get yourself involved. See, that sorry, was I'm a laughing. great
1: plug. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm reading down my notes a bit. So later in this, I I'll read, <laughs> just like just genuinely made me laugh a lot when I watched it. So yeah, if you were I've bored by kind the of, first half, it's going to get better in the second. So. Because
0: because this is threatening to kind of be a bit of a behemoth of a of a podcast. I yeah. had to kind of skip over a lot of the stuff that I'd written down, which is a bit yeah. of a shame. Really, um, like I, I want to go back to it, but Bob Murray. At the start of the press conference for the uh, for the flotation, he just says, "Welcome to the press constance." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really, yeah, he does. Yeah, really made us laugh. Yeah, yeah. So it gets written down. Yeah,
1: we really can't do anything, can we? <laughs> can can we can we just point out that we need he signed Paul Gascoigne? Yes. Oh God, I wish we had signed Paul. I Gascoyne. mean, and he was still quite good then. Um He wouldn't have been if we'd signed him, don't worry Well, he, was he at Everton or was he at Middlesbrough then? he
0: was know. he was at Rangers at this point.
1: Or was it Rangers? So and then he did he go to, Rangers to Everton, Everton to Middlesbrough.
0: No, no. He went Rangers to Middlesbrough and Middlesbrough to Everton.
1: Did he? Right,
0: okay. Yeah. So at this point, um you know, this is, this is eighteen months away from not even that, it's 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 six months from um Euro 96. Euro 96 yeah. Yeah, so he's his stock couldn't have been any higher, but he'd moved at this point from uh, moved from Lazio to Rangers the season before. So he moved in ninety five, um, and yeah, I think, I'm not sure how much he cost, but if they're talking about the four or five million mark, probably would have been about right. Yeah, you would have um, thought it would have been in that ballpark, wouldn't you? I think
2: yeah. it was four million. I'm sure it was four million quid. That he went to Rangers for because I watched the I watched the documentary on him the other day, um, Gascoigne. And uh, it was it was good. actually it's good that if anyone wants to watch a program about Gaza,
0: well, I started watching it, but then I fell asleep, so I'm gonna to have to oh, pick it up again. But
2: yeah, well, it mentions the Gaza rap, which is of course the one of the greatest pieces one of, of the music songs. Yeah, Come agree. on, yeah, Come um, on.
1: but yeah, obviously the I remember like the Harati thing when it happened. Cause we were desperate for this, we were desperate for this striker, as is highlighted like every 10 minutes in the program. Um, yeah. by anybody, um, even the narrator's just like sign someone like Gina <laughs> McKee's human, sign a striker, man. That's she might as well just say that. Um, but I mean, it he's, he's basically clinically dead, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, I mean, I
0: don't think any medical could have gone any worse than <laughs> yeah. what happened yeah. on that day. <laughs> I mean, it's like um, I I compared it to uh, Homer Simpson's credit check on The Simpsons, (laughs) where the machine just explodes. (laughs) Like within seconds of the MRI coming out, that's a potential problem.
1: Or or where he goes into the um, the nuclear meltdown simulator and does so badly that it actually causes a nuclear meltdown.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's an 18-inch nail in his femur. That's for start, that's that's we starters. I
1: love the I love the way the like well we haven't covered um your what do you call it I mean some lovely journal shirting thing from um, <laughs> your man yeah through that's... the middle striker Rezzy's all the cliches are coming out which is great um,
0: yeah I believe that's John Gibson of the, of yeah. the journal
1: yeah it's a journal Ooh. shirt yeah it's a hell of a journal Jeez. shirt <laughs>
0: yeah it's doing that classic <laughs> thing of like using the vernacular that yeah. managers use in order to ingratiate himself <laughs> yeah. with the, the, the manager. Yeah. Like obviously, Bracewell <laughs> Well, Paul Yeah. So are you going to play him in the resis? Yeah. <laughs> so hope, yeah. Through the middle striker? Yeah,
1: yeah through the middle striker. Well, yeah. I mean, what are the kind of strikers that...
0: <clears throat> And it's clear at this point that John Gibson does not understand how work permits work. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, so are you going to play him in the resis? Well... He needs a work permit. Dude, <laughs> no, he's gaffer. I'll have to
2: sort that out. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Cost thousands, that wouldn't <laughs> it? The work permit.
1: Well, that money was safely in Peter Reed's bank account. Right, Breed was yeah. probably Breed was probably delighted this fell through. It's like I'm not spending two hundred thousand pounds on a footballer. It's like yeah. no chance. I don't know how much. I don't know what the fee was. the fee half a million or something. There was it was half grant, a million. Yeah, was the half a mil. But yeah, it's, it, it, but what was great about it is, like, it's funny how, like, as a fan, you look at it one way, and then, like, you've got the, basically, like, the the club doctor's just, like, laughing. <laughs> yeah. Like, and Bawley's, like, taking the piss out of him. You're, like, yeah. it's so weird. It's, like, such, like, a...
2: Well, it's a catastrophe, it's just, isn't it? Really? It is. It is yeah. it's, it's a yeah. complete cluster. Yeah, <laughs> I like. It
1: when, I like it when the, the guy who's done the MRIs just like keeps on talking about how his his toe's going to fall off like <laughs> any minute. He's just like, yeah. well, he's got. Um, there's evidence there uh, of a small fracture in his uh, metatarsal that's uh, never really healed, um, and there's a lot of scarring around it that um, it could have been there for years. It's like, so his toe's going to fall off. His legs in half. His knees on there, and it's like, what? Well, what happened? I love that he's flown yeah. over as well. He's gone. Do you want to gamble? Like, shall we gamble? <laughs> yeah, let's gamble.
0: <clears throat> the thing, the thing about the MRI scan is that it uses strong magnetic fields, <laughs> and if you've got any kind of metalwork in you, you don't go in an MRI machine. <laughs> Really? he's got an 18-inch nail in his leg. well well
2: there
0: you <laughs> go Do an MRI scan <laughs> yeah. you think that's on <laughs> him though that though really they should, yeah. he, should,
2: he should have said that if he if he should have
0: said something shouldn't he <laughs> did you not think the, to tell them no the fact they underplayed it by saying that's a potential problem <laughs> um, yeah. you think yeah then afterwards they say we've been advised to pull out <laughs> <laughs> They
1: he calls him Robocop in disguise, which is great. Yeah,
0: he did. <laughs> Other oh, than fit as a fiddle. Yeah, <laughs> I wish
1: we'd signed him. I know. I know. I didn't actually
0: Google what he'd what he'd gone on to do since. Um uh, probably... sold him as spares, I think. By the time <laughs> yeah, <day>. yeah,
1: <laughs> Just, yeah. He's actually in the. Um, he's, he's one of the um, metal fixings that like keeps up a, the stadium <laughs> ceiling or something like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took he took the matter to FIFA. He took the matter to FIFA, demanding a six hundred thousand pounds payout from Sunderland, which no in Sunderland's uh, travails in eh? uh, the legal how can he, the legal how can,
2: What? Because he because he's made out of like metal. Yeah. Why was that our fault?
1: The six hundred thousand pound man.
2: We're not going to yeah. give him thousands just because
1: like he's broke. Because <laughs> he's, he's yeah. I mean, he knew what he was doing. Like, obviously, like now you've said that, Richard, it's obviously a massive grift.
0: Yeah. Well, he moved from um, after because he was a beta Jerusalem at that point. He moved. Um, oh. Well. <laughs> he moved to Maccabi Haifa. The um, is that another?
1: Yeah, yeah. They've uh, they been in the Champions League. That's an Israeli. They're
0: Israeli. another They're, Israeli team. Well, yeah. he, he 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 struggled there because he couldn't acclimatize. But he struggled because he's got climb legs. He couldn't
1: couldn't acclimatise yeah. because he was playing against people who weren't snapped in half. That's it. that was his problem.
0: Yeah. Well, like all the other scored, players had
1: had limbs and he didn't.
0: He scored twenty-three goals and fifty-five appearances for the Israel national team. Um, and went on after Sunderland. Well, after after not Sunderland, he went on to, um, went back to uh, Hapoel Tel Aviv and went on to score seventeen goals and twenty-seven appearances. That's a good effort. How? So that's not bad. I just uh, think it's.
1: Was, I love the idea of like how, it's just the way like he's like yeah we just decided to pull out a deal, he's like a shame because be I thought you could, jo- could do a job thought <laughs> you could do a job for us. Yeah, it's like well, Maybe. I'm like thinking Maybe. like who's could your do a job at the new You're sc- your scouting, the Israeli, like first division. Like how, like what, do, like as John Fitlin goes out to say, oh, "Well, there's not a lot out there. Maybe they've gone like, lads, there's nothing, there's nothing in, sort of like within three thousand mile radius here. We're gonna to have to like really start pushing the boat out and like scouting in like Raj countries and that that yeah. you wouldn't Just
0: expect fa- fan out.
1: Yeah, fan out. Yeah, I think there's a lad in Greenland who's uh, been playing <laughs> quite well. He could do a job for us. Oh, there's this guy in. Uh, in Israel, who might be quite good, um, and they were the options. I don't know. It's just weird, isn't it? It's just weird how we, like, especially again, I haven't the way that it looks like we're looking for players later, mm. um, which we'll obviously discuss in later episodes. I just find it really, like, how many times has Peter Reid watched Ronan Harazzi play <laughs> before he's decided yeah. he can do a job for us? But at the same time, he's like. I'm not gonna sign anybody unless I think they're the right fit for the football club. Mm. And he's trying to sign someone who who is just dead. <laughs> like it's just a man a dead man from Israel. Like, what, yeah. What's happened there?
0: Who could do a job?
1: <laughs> Did could do a job? Through the middle striker. Um Yeah.
2: Great that's that's great. That is a great line that. Through the middle yeah. striker. As
1: opposed the middle to middle striker. To, by... <laughs> yeah, and <Sorry>. wide. <laughs> What, what outside outside right or something?
0: An underground striker. Yeah. yeah. So it goes wait, from wait, bad I mean, to worse. Under,
1: I mean, he could have. He might as well have been underground. I mean, he was completely yeah. worthless. Funny.
0: <laughs> it goes from bad to worse for the for the club at this point, Um because the much vaunted new football ground is delayed due to bad weather, Um and John Ficklin and a character hitherto known as Fred. No no more detail than that. Um there's a lack of cap- cap- Lovely not that many dong. captions, so you don't actually know the name of a lot of people in the, in the show. But, yeah. but Fred Fred is getting it from 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 Ficklin and on all on all barrels. Uh, they have a massive argument where they agree with each other. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> making the same point to each other but being really forceful with it.
1: I really like John Ficklin Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I like He's Fred. great, isn't he? I, I like I like I like the Fred beef. Side. It was good. It was like very amicable ag- amicable argument, mm. which I quite enjoyed. Oh, yeah. I think John Fitton's point was basically like, yeah, it might have been snowing, but like you could do something else. Like mm. you don't have to yeah. like have you'd like do something else. Yeah, like. Um, yeah. But he was blaming God. I think Fred. Well, him up a, a bit of a cop out. Put him up there. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, so, like, just
0: you know. Back on the pitch, uh, Sunderland's next game is away to Aston Villa. So it's the first away game of the series. Um, and we get to meet a few of the characters from the South Shields branch. Um, <laughs> yeah. Namely, Davy Flanagan, who uh, cannot refuse going to a football game, whether that's some kind of illness. I guess it probably be and he's had his ear bit bitten off by a Newcastle fan as well. But
1: but what did he say? That's, That's life. life. That's life. <laughs> That's life. <world. laughs> I suppose. <laughs> well, yeah, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've missed a bit out actually. Just before the the bus leaves, uh, I think it's from like, Foskett Street or from uh, Athenium Street. Looks a bit like. Yeah. Um, think... The Gina McKee says gone forever are the days of Southend's Roots Hall. That's the talk about. Yeah. Yeah. The, the trip into the big Hello. time, going to a big club like. Yeah. Aston yeah. Fair. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and I,
2: that, here we are with our season hinging on South End's ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I wish wish Ruth Hall was gone forever. Miles No,
2: already. I love it. It's great. Uh, South yeah, End It's your favourite way, not Yeah, it, it? one of them, yeah. South End <laughs> is fantastic.
1: But the bet oh, yeah. this was the, a genuine laugh out loud <laughs> <laughs> just exchange between um Kevin Ball and, and Steve Agnew um, the benches I mean the benches arguing about who's going to sit on the bench um, and then they're like oh let's go and have a, like it must be so boring if you're not playing let's go and have a look at the bench and then Steve Agnew says oh it's one of those standy up benches I was like <laughs> oh it's gone <laughs> like, oh, that's brilliant it's one of those standy up benches so I was mint. yeah it's like that was like it was like a Harry and Paul sketch, that
0: was. It was great. Yeah. That's really good. So, um, yeah, I had the the need for for more strikers uh, underlined <laughs> once again. Well, it's every ten um, minutes in the show the, the Yeah, need. yeah.
1: And Peter Reid's like, nah, nah, I'm not trying <laughs> anybody. Refuse.
0: So, at this point, we we, we lost it, Philly, didn't we? That was the Can debate. I just point out a weird thing? It's yeah, like it
1: was. Pete Reid sitting next to Bon Murray, like, at the match. Yeah. Which is like Raj it really. I mean, imagine, like, you know, the manager sitting next to the chairman now.
2: Well, he's not there, so he couldn't.
1: Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> he'd probably like to give advice. Um, mm, but well. it would be a bit weird, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, it's sort of. Well, managers used to do like managers used to do it. Not not so much sit next to the chairman, but certainly used to sit watch the first half from the
1: stands. Reid always used to do it. Reid
2: used to do a lot, wasn't it? The Um, only like
1: Jack Ross would do it occasionally. Um, um, McLaren does it a lot. Um, and Steve Steve Cotterill used to do it quite often. Yeah, all the greats.
0: Yeah. Used to do it for my Sunday team. (laughs) What sit at the top of the stand? (laughs) Just like. On a higher chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, down um, off
2: it. Chris Weatherspoon sits on a higher chair at the match.
0: Sorry, Chris. Again, poor Chris.
1: Don't care. So oh, by the sorry. end of this
0: episode, Sunderland are in, uh, in 12th. Um, they're, in fact, in 11th throughout January. Um, and we miss out the, the Chelsea win. Um, is that when... Is that the season where, where Ball scores the that yeah, diving the diving header. header Yeah, that's a great goal. That, that no, that
1: we missed that out.
0: That, I thought that was yeah,
1: miss it yeah. That it was mid-December. Yeah, yeah it, really? it comes after the
0: yeah. yeah. So you miss, miss that out. You missed the Derby home win. Uh, you missed the Man United 5 0 away defeat with the. Uh, so Canelo. No. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Perez just hilariously in no man's land again.
0: Yeah, just kind of. Trotting out a couple of lines, realizing that, a couple of yards, realizing he's not gonna close him down. Trotting back and then kind of like gallically resigning. I just really like just the way just he the throws scene.
1: his arms in the air like oh
0: yeah.
2: But he's like, like a
1: cat. He's like a cat, like leaping after something, isn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, I mean, the, again, I'm sure the Villa goal is another example of the ball gets kicked out. <laughs> we lose the first ball they flick the second ball on and then someone just puts it in the corner from the edge of the box it's like every goal we concede is basically that we clear it and then it comes back in three touches it's in the net that seems to be a big problem for that defence um, but obviously the the, sac, the the first full Saxton yes oh. yes which is it's great big problem ringing. big problem with these fuckers um, as he says, um get up the rases. <laughs> um and obviously the minging the minging. That mm. is minging. Um but that is that is you know Saxton's great moment probably in the show is that is yeah. um Aston Villa technical tactical taught. Love that that's tactics as well. Alright. This is what i think you even have
0: to... like, But even Saxton makes like simple tactics sound like a tirade of abuse. Like <laughs> the 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 game earlier on in the season, I think it was a Wimbledon game where he was talking about like kind of dropping into that was The Arsenal game, dropping into gaps and stuff, and he's moving the the the, the, the counters around on the on the on the big thingy. What well, they call it, a flip board. And him, um, <laughs> he's like just being really abusive about. It. Fucking go here, go here, drop in there. Fucking go there. Yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah. oh, all right. All right don't be angry about. That's it. scary, but, isn't it? Yeah, you can tell how they both. I know you've said it already, but how the, how yeah. they work together and like kind of dovetailed in. Um it was you know, you can see how the players looked up to the to those as a as a as a managerial pair. You can see how like when Quinn became manager in years to come why why he brought back Bobby Saxton because he you know, he credits him with with being kind of one of the foundations of, of Sunderland's success all, in, in the mid to late nineties.
1: All the players, um, you know, we've done stuff with from with wise men say couldn't speak hardly enough of Bobby Saxton. Yeah. You know, they to love him. Um and you know I was thinking of watching this, you know, quite like Lee's how he's done the show, like Darren Williams, David Priest, Bawley, um Martin Scott, quite a lot of that team have um been on the uh, been on the pod I was we should try that. and get
2: we should try and get the dead striker yes yeah, yeah. should
1: get ron and harati and
2: uh and bobby saxton Yeah, <laughs> together
1: we should try and get God. bobby saxton be... i would
2: enjoy bobby watching would uh, bobby saxton
1: try and record it via zoom <laughs> yeah we <laughs> get get harati <laughs> on me Top like turn head. out that is a uh, turn out that he can't do it because his computer isn't actually a, <laughs> a computer it's like a a monitor that he found in a bin somewhere, like gaffer gaffer <laughs> yeah. tape to a typewriter. Um, even though he said all along that well, he had it, uh, I thought it's a shame because I thought the you know that that device could do a job for us, but unfortunately, <laughs> you know, we've had to pull out of the podcast. Turns out it doesn't doesn't even yeah. have Google on it. <laughs> it doesn't even have anything. It doesn't even have an internet.
2: <laughs> There's no porn on it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But again, after that team talk, again the the search for the striker is brought up again. <laughs> um, but it ends quite ominously, doesn't it? The episode with the comment.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah. No I've one could have dreamt.
1: List. No one could have dreamt what lay ahead.
0: Yeah, because they left Philip mm. Park in high spirits because Davy Flanagan and his uh, his mates are, are are singing
1: lovely all the time. they yeah, haven't even though they got beat. Win or yeah. lose, we'll have some booze and all that kind of thing. I think that was the mentality, which is fine. You
0: know? I think a little tidbit to, to remember from that is, well, not to remember, but I found out through my uh, research the other day was that the director of the show and therefore kind of the guy that's that's doing all the interviewing throughout throughout the series, he's a Newcastle fan. Oh really? So here, oh, no. When when the kind of they're all singing anti-Newcastle songs, I wonder if they'd know that he's a Newcastle fan because there's a lot of kind of pointing at the camera. So I wonder if. Uh, right, he's yeah. like He's
1: in the edit. He's in the edit, getting like bodied by. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: but if it's from the East and he's like obviously got a East accent, they're gonna have asked him. They'll have asked him, won't they? Yeah, you know, So Oh right, yeah, cool. your allegiance. I mean,
1: the, the well. program is fantastically put together. Like, I it mean, is. it hasn't it, really aged, it hasn't aged at all. Like, obviously, it's difficult to watch because it's a bit grainy and that. But if the if they're like. Upscaled it and they should, it They should
2: have done it. To be honest, the BBC should have done it. Really, they should have. Well, like especially during this like lockdown period, like certainly March and April, they should have done it yeah. and put it on again. i put it I on. It being, um, I don't remember it
0: being. I don't remember it being like uh, re- repeated throughout throughout that time. Um, no. I remember not watching it and always wanting to watch it, but there were like there were bootlegs going around. It
1: came. It came. Um, it, they did. They did put it out on VHS. Did they right?
0: because yeah. there, there were bootlegs um, going around on ready to go for a while where you could like send someone a blank and they'd CD, like CDR all and they'd do it for you yeah. like a bootle- bootleg version of it so it'd be like kind of a few uh, John Ficklin spoken word uh, rarities and a couple of live live like live shows and... <laughs> live.
1: <laughs> probably Passions live
0: yeah a couple of B-sides yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> behind the scenes what is a standing up Stand up bench
0: <laughs> with Steve, Ag-
1: <laughs> Steve Agnew's Steve Agnew sub benches. There's an idea for a television yeah. program. It's an
2: excellent idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Steve Agnew traveling the country, just talking about. Re- Actually, no. This is it. I've got it. It's changing rooms, <laughs> right? Changing rooms, but it's Steve Agnew with dugouts. Yeah. And you could even call it changing rooms because there's a riff on there. Um, yeah. and he goes in and like looks at the benches and decides it's a bit like Yo Home Made Perfect that uh, programme yeah. with a Northern Irish man who never gets his designs made um, <laughs> so, you, so you can like so you can like you step into like a thing with Steve Agnew and he's redesigned your like dugouts and you're changing rooms
0: yeah the idea. Leland-Born. yeah Handy Andy's well, no. built a, a oh, teapot.
1: Yeah, here's <laughs> yeah. yeah. all, um, all of the trophies. All the trophies. My, um, collapse, my Twitter picture is now. And, handy Andy yeah. as well. Collapse on the track. All the things just smashed everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: just the best. Moment. Yeah. When he, I really want to find that whole episode of of when he builds a shelf and breaks the teapots, because yeah. that is the best
0: moment in British television
2: ever. <laughs> I would
0: happily do another pod on that.
2: I would love make, to do. I could do a pod on that. the on the three minute clip. To be honest, There's so <laughs> yeah, yeah. much going Good. on. I mean, so that's, many that's stages. A
1: nice it has nothing to do with the with Steve Agnew's changing room. So, so. it doesn't matter. No,
2: like, we could just we could interject with. Well, this is where Steve Agnew would do Steve a better job than Andy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is where we would come okay. in. Short for Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, Handy Andy was probably like in his pomp during Premier Passions, wasn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah. There's, like changing rooms. It was, was definitely like, he was
1: deep in his pomp.
0: Big changing rooms was the big the big TV show of the of that era, definitely. <laughs> I remember. It's just, it's just so funny. I was just like, that's amazing. That clip. It's just
2: incredible. If anyone hasn't seen it, we, no. If you haven't seen it, it, you need to watch the clip of Handy Andy destroying. The, just look at my Twitter picture. And it, and then and then the, the, the at and then look at my header photo, which is them assembling the teapots on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a bit where he has to go uh, where Linda Barger. Who act well? Linda Barger went to University of Sunderland. So well, there you, well there you go. It's, it's her Barker's fault. It's Linda Barger's fault. She commissioned it and Hand, Smingen, Andrew Andrews said. It was,
1: it was a bad no, idea. It's <laughs> minging. It's It's men against yeah, boys. He said as big long problem, as you do put big problem, it, the <laughs> yeah, big problem with these shelves. <laughs> big fucking problems
2: <laughs> And then you've got like the narrator Like Sunderland went on to lose 3-1 The teapots <laughs> yeah,
1: went yeah, to yeah, smash yeah, on the floor yeah. The teapots were destroyed
0: <laughs> 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 It's when he goes in to pick them up And like what are you going to do with <laughs> them Yeah it's when
2: he's got them in his hand And he's like what are you going oh, <laughs> like, to put these back together are you And then when he's standing When, when they're talking through it and he's standing there, <laughs> and he's all sheepish in the corner. As, like the woman's hysterical. He's just stood there, like, yeah, yeah, yeah I built this, yeah, yeah, it's my yeah. fault.
0: Is <laughs> so that Andy Andy? He <laughs> would so only watch <laughs> yeah, it. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I never expected an for uh, happy world <laughs> television.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andy Andy, who uh, Peter Reed was interested in, but the fee was yeah. too high, so he didn't sign him. Can we call yeah. the episode? You've done a job for us. Well no because it's gonna uh, be called Yeah, it doesn't really mean does episode one. Fine. Fair enough. <laughs> but I'm glad, it, I
2: mean,
1: I'm, glad it, I'm glad we've ended like this. That's a good so? place to end, I think. Yeah. Yeah yeah.
0: I think I think we need it's it's again, you know, we need a little bit of silliness in our lives. Um and there's lots of silliness in the episode. Um but talking about Handy Andy, it's culturally correct because it was on at the same time as, as this show. Yeah. So it's absolutely. Linda Barger went to the University
1: of Sunderland. Yeah. My second name's Barger. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, Grace. I, don't, I
0: so, was about to say, I, I don't wear a brow when I'm gardening, but that's a different show. That's Ground Force. That's a it?
1: different one. That was another yeah. one.
0: Yeah. Uh, and
2: to be fair, if I was to put a shelf up, it would end like that. So totally.
1: I wonder who Andy Andy supports.
2: Probably, I'm, I'm going to say Wimbledon.
0: Yeah, it'll be one of them, won't it? I'm going to say Chelsea.
2: Chelsea. Handy
0: yeah. Andy football team.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll
0: While we're well, here, may as well do it. Handy oh, yeah. Andy.
1: We're going to have to uh, fill if it. If you you, know, yeah. you need to know in 10 seconds, otherwise.
0: Uh, you're never f- uh, Andy, i mistyped it. I what, bet have you put Andrew? Few... Andrew because I've said it. Do you too know many what? <laughs>
1: I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that before the um, Sampdoria testimonial, Handy
2: Andy's testimonial
1: that that Tommy Walsh played in a celebrity team at the <laughs> stadium. right. <of> <laughs> oh yes, I'm sure so, he did. I'm sure he did. Was Handy Andy
2: bef- not there then? Cause I don't he know. Been. But he before- might have been.
1: So before the before the Sampdoria game, there was um, there was like a celebrity, like a game of celebrities. Yeah. Um, Didn't
2: Peter E play in it?
1: Maybe. It was like ex-pros against celebs or something, and it had really funny that Pepe missed the penalty in his own testimony. And um, so Tommy Walsh, I'm sure Tommy Walsh played. Yeah,
2: that's great, they? Right, it's called. Who does
0: does he support? (laughs) Don't know.
2: He's uh, born in south know.
0: london i palace. found his wikipedia page here crystal uh, palace i don't know
1: don't know we'll never know
0: we're going to we're going to have to leave it and then maybe back he
2: built maybe uh maybe he's, he built tottenham
1: hotspur's new ground yeah yeah he's so it's an you know, if you know who Andy supports... handy andy, andy's supports, or
2: oh, if you are handy then... andy,
1: andy then get in touch um, at Wise Men Say Pod and let us know yeah if anyone
2: has a contact for Handy Andy and could get him on the the future episode of the Wise Men Say Podcast please do let me know immediately
1: what we should do is we get Handy Andy on and Steve Agnew on (laughs) and then talk about they do a pod talking about changing rooms with Steve Agnew um, as if it's a thing that's going to happen and baffle them both. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, let's do that then. I sort that out.
0: I found his uh, agent's <laughs> page. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we need to end. We need to end this now. People yeah. are tuning. People are tuning out in their droves.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna, i gonna. will find this out, and I will let you know. I mean, ap- apologies
1: episode. for the indulgence, but I mean, you're not doing anything else, are you? Let's be <laughs> honest. I mean yeah. you, you are you're just so, either just sitting so at home this is part, again. part again. of the fair
2: isn't it yeah, this is I mean, part you, of you're, com- s- yeah, you're yeah, not fire, even listening fire.
1: Fire. the fair's on fire <laughs> I mean you, you're either sitting at home after you've finished work, working from home bored or you've just been furloughed and you're bored so you know sorry yeah, that, but
0: the, the, it's, a, it's a potent combination of the fact that I've been furloughed and I'm, I have a naturally curious mind because I will find it out
1: Right, we'll excellent. So, be episode two. We'll 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 find out. Yeah, Let's contact his. It, it. It. Let's contact his agent. I email his. A- email is agent. Email, email his agent, and we'll <laughs> yeah. read the we'll read the reply out on the on the pod when he replies. Yes, great. Yeah. great. Right, that
0: would do. Right. great. I'm on. i on it. Right. Uh, stay safe. Uh, <laughs> wash your hands. Don't drive to Barnard Castle. <laughs> fuck the mags.
1: More footballing passions from Sunderland next week on BBC One at 10.55.